Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Diet Right Podcast. With Brooke and Alyssa Miller. Whoop, whoop. I was, I asked Josh, I said, can we say Brooke and Alyssa Miller, or does that make us sound more related than if we say Brooke Miller and Alyssa Miller? And he said we should separate it. And I said, I'm going to keep it Brooke and Alyssa Miller. Well, we like it this way. Josh, nobody (laughs) asked you. Well, you did, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We're not related. you did. Brooke and Alyssa Miller. I mean, we are like, we are like sisters from another mister. From another mister. Yeah. We're very similar. Both from the Midwest, live in Denver. Both have husbands with the name starting with J. And they're both in the IT. software world. Mm-hmm. Computers. Computers. And we rely on them way too much for our technology. We do. Which is why I don't know anything. Uh, yeah. Both uh, have dogs. Both yeah. have kids. Do- boys, so far. Boy dogs that are boy s- dogs. that are almost six. And boy boys. Sons. <laughs> All the boys. Oh, I'm gonna have we have a, a lot girl. in common. I'm going to start evening out over here. I know. I was like, I need to have a girl next door. I'm really going to be outnumbered with yeah. a husband and a son and a boy dog. I know. I told Josh I wanted to get a girl dog next, but he's still not on board with the dog thing. Mm. I want to get a dog right now still. And he's like, really? A newborn and a dog and a puppy? Yeah. And the answer is yes. Absolutely. Although, <laughs> I got to say, I really liked adopting our dog when he was like almost a year because he was fully potty trained. Oh. It was really nice. nice. It was really nice we not having him. trained him in a week. Oh, he yeah. He was so fast. We lived in a three be- three bedroom. No. Listen, back up. Third floor. Third, thank you. Third floor she apartment. That's what I mean. Yeah. Third floor apartment. And we put a bell on the door. And literally anytime we took him out, so like we would take him out every 30 minutes, we would ring the bell with his paw first and then take him outside. Mm-hmm. Literally within 24 hours, he was going up to the bell and ringing it himself. Oh, smart. Ugh, so but smart did he dog. take advantage of it? Like, I just want to go outside and <laughs> yes. play. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So he got to that point. Like, at first, it was like really great. And he peed every time he went out. But it was like every hour. And then he did start taking advantage of it. <laughs> We'd get right back up inside and he'd do it again. But we honored it and we kept taking him out. And then eventually it was like only when he had to pee. But it That's was like funny. literally a week. It was insane. Goldens, high class Goldens. Yeah. They're super smart, but not too smart. <laughs> they eat trash. They also. eat grapes just <laughs> until they are about to die. And sand, my do- funny funny side story, my dog <laughs> ate a ton of sand. It got stuck in his cecum, which is part of your large intestine. And we had to give him $3,000 surgery. Yeah, that's not funny, actually. love that kid. That kid. That dog. (laughs) So much. He put us on hold. We were trying to buy our first house. And all we needed was $15,000, I think, to put down total. And $3,000 was a big chunk of that. That's a lot of money. So it took us an extra, like, three months to save it back up to Uh, buy a house. Anyways. Oh, no wonder years. <laughs> right. And today, actually, we're going to be talking about self-love and self-care. And one of the things um, is to get a dog or a pet oh, to help with idea. your stress level. Because does it say anything about getting two dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. What I mean, the more can the merrier. I use to get two dogs? Um, That's right. But no, merrier. having a pet or a dog, um, it, A, it forced you to get outside and walk. Yes. So, which is great. Vitamin D. And... It's just loving. Like, yeah. my husband won't snuggle with me at night, and my dog will, so. <laughs> oh, Jesse, you just got thrown under the bus. Oh, I'm not a snuggler right now because I'm so hot. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't want anyone that. near me, really. Yeah, you're like, give me the fan, yeah. let me sleep naked, yep. and I need to pee every Literally hour. Literally 45 just minutes don't right now. 
touch me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Hot that. dog breath from my dog is not pleasant either. So yeah. he's been kind of ousted as well. I'm all yes. alone. <laughs> Although when Aiden wants to cuddle, I take it. I oh, absolutely. That kid doesn't love to cuddle, so I just take it whenever. But yes, pets. Wow. You should get a dog. For real do- Yeah, let's be specific here. Dogs. We're dog people, okay? <laughs> no offense. Sorry, cat people. You're I'm not allergic. I'm allergic, and there's other reasons I don't like cats. I know. They're just... <laughs> They just, ew, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Jill loves hers. I know. My friends that love their cats and like good for them, but I'm not a cat person. <laughs> I don't think, well, maybe cat people can correct us, but I don't see how cats would help your mental health. I guess I don't either. Because you don't really pet them. Yeah. The only thing that I have to say in general about taking care of pets is like when you get out of your own head and take care of something else or someone else or another pet, that is really good for you to like mm-hmm. feel like you're helping someone. Mm-hmm. That's like always my go-to when I feel, and this is actually really interesting. Do you know the Enneagram? Have we yes. talked about this? No, but I want to tell you what I, my score is. Your score? What is or it? Or my number. What I got to, I got to Google it again. I think I'm seven. I, wait, no, I got it. I got it right now. Hold on. I I'll wish find I could it. guess for you, but I don't know. It's exactly my personality. I'm an eight. I'm an eight, which is the challenger. But the number one thing for eights mental health is to take care of someone else or like volunteer. And that is so true for me. Like if I'm feeling at all like like anxiety or depressed or bad or like my life isn't going the way I want, if I get out of my own skin and my own head and actually go volunteer at like church or have like even a one-off event, I am like way more stable. Okay. Do you know what it's called? Um, I'm a number seven. You're a number seven? Mm-hmm. That surprises me a little. Okay, so let's just, like, tell you guys a quick, you know, quick thing. So yeah. do the Enneagram. Let us know it's fun. On, our, on our Instagram what your Enneagram is, because it is really interesting. Okay, so you're a leader. You're eight. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm an adventurer. Is that what it says? A leader? Oh. Yeah, I'm an adventurer. I'm a number it seven. The challenger. <laughs> Which means I'm not afraid of conflict, which is 100% true. I, like, actually lean into conflict probably too much. I always want to, like, fight other people's battles. Why? Seven, I want to find what, what they mean. Number Go to the Enneagram Institute. Mean. Oh, That's okay. That's the one. That's the... This? This? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, sorry. We're going to just edit. Side, okay. Sidebar. Um, no, this goes along with that self, so self-love, self-care, taking care of yourself, especially as moms, we're both basically still new moms. I'm going to consider myself a new mom until my kids have kids is what I'm Oh yes, say. you are a challenger. Okay. The challenger. So Alyssa, powerful, dominating type, <laughs> self-confident, up. decisive, willful, and confrontational. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay, here's it's mine. It's pretty spot on for me. <laughs> here's mine, the enthusiast. The busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. <laughs> yeah. That is me. <laughs> I don't know if I would call you scattered. I mean, sometimes. I mean, it sounds negative to me, but maybe that's not... Maybe some people like being scattered. No, I'm a little you scattered. You are spontaneous, for sure, and, like, versatile, going, very flexible. Busy. Very, like, non... Um, you don't get offended easily at all. No, just about Down syndrome and my son. I get very offended. About okay, like that's people like mama bear protection. That though. is mama bear. Yeah. It's not like you. I don't know. I like, I, I told Josh, I, Josh was, oh, will Brooke be upset because I like moved a day that we were recording or something. And I said, I don't think Brooke's ever been like upset. Oh no. I get very, You're very um, flexible. I get very offended. Yeah. If people say anything well, yeah, about your kid, my child, yeah. I get very offended. That's just like mama bear that takes over. Cause I would be the same way. 
Yeah. Even when people don't say even something remotely negative, but I like, what are you saying about it? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I get real pissed. Love your kids. So I'm an eight, seven wing. Wait, what do you mean? So like you have a wing. Most uh, people. I think oh, like, like the second wing. most likely? Uh, no, no, no. <clears throat> so, okay. Someone who's like actually an Enneagram specialist is going to yeah. correct us because I probably going to get this totally wrong. So I have, yeah, because my second most likely is a two. Which oh, yours is two. Mine is two. Okay, wait. This is what we are most likely second. Second. Um, the, the helper. The caring, interpersonal type, demonstrative, generous, people-pleasing, and possessive. <laughs> and Apparently we're possessive. possessive. And that's true of me with eight as well. So, okay, you should read some books and blogs about it because it's really interesting. So, like, in eight... There's, like, these arrows that point to different ones, and mm-hmm. one of it is two. So when I'm, like, really healthy in my mind, like, my mental state, I act a lot like a two, even though I'm technically mm. an eight. And I think if I'm unhealthy, I think it says that I act like a six. I don't remember. Someone will correct me, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also wings, which means, like, you lean one way or the other, and it's only the number right next to your number. So you'd either be a seven wing six, which is, like, the loyalist mm, oh yeah or a seven wing eight which is the challenger so i'm an eight wing seven so because an, a nine is like pe- the peacekeeper yes the and peacekeeper. like i'm not that <laughs> My so own... i know that i'm more of like a seven <clears throat> i was also the investigator the intense oh. cerebral type perceptive innovative secretive and isolated i was like mm, i don't really see that yeah I don't that was my isolated. last one but the investigator is interesting because they're like super into research and like, do you do like a ton of research before you buy products or like yeah. go somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. I don't do that at all. I should and I want to, but I just never actually do it. Josh is an achiever. He's number three. Oh. He's like all about wanting to leave like a legacy. Like he's very interested in. Driven. Yeah. New, like new goals, trying to reach those goals. They're never enough. Oh gosh. It drives me crazy. I'm always like, you're doing great. And he's like, no, it needs to be Just more, calm more, down. More. Yeah. So the Enneagram is super interesting. We have a book called The Sacred Enneagram um, that a friend got for me after we started taking the test and I was trying to figure out what mm. I was because I didn't know. Um, side note, what helped me figure it out between an eight and a two, because I could not figure it out for a long time, is you look at their like basic fear oh. and it's like your fear in life. So an eight is being controlled. And I was like, yep, that's, I hate that. I hate that so much. And, a and two micromanaged. Is like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a two's biggest fear is like not feeling loved or something or, or not like, feeling like you're pleasing people something. yeah it's yeah. something and I was like nah, I don't really care about that so that's what made me realize that I was like way an eight but it's nice to know that I lean on the healthy side of eight which looks like a two yeah least mostly anyways that was a big sidetrack but it's interesting it's really I find it really interesting yeah absolutely but some people use the Enneagram or any personality test out there as like a crutch to be like oh, well, I just can't help it because I'm an eight or I'm a blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's not what it's supposed to be used mm-hmm. for, to, like, give yourself an excuse to be a jerk. <laughs> right, <laughs> Or exactly. be isolated or whatever. Yeah, Anyways. so back to that. I think it's, yeah, knowing your personality type and knowing what helps um, relax you and de-stress yeah. you for self-love and self-care. So finding, like, a good work-life balance. So somebody like Josh, who's very driven, mm-hmm. you know, it's still finding that good work-life balance to find time with your family. And Jesse's kind of like that too. Like he, mm-hmm. he really prides himself on work and it's also like, yeah, you gotta not care so much. Yeah. Has he taken the test? <laughs> no, he won't he take is. it. Josh won't either. See, he's a three. <laughs> Damn it. They don't want to know. Josh would not take it. I literally, and you're not like part of the rules of the Enneagram is not to type someone else 
that yes. I totally did. Because he will, he literally will not take it. So I would like kind of ask him a question here or there, and then I'd like look at like their most basic fears, and we figured out who's a three. And it's like now that we know, it's very obvious. That yes, he's definitely a three. But anyways, but it's interesting to see how you relate. Like an eight and a three do really well together, unless they both like try to lead, which is mm-hmm. why we don't do well in a two-person canoe or kayak. Yeah. We don't do well because I want to steer. It goes. Because I'm a controller. You go in circles. It's really funny. Whereas you'd probably be in the front be like, this is great. Look at this. Yeah. Game. It's so fun. And I I'm wouldn't like, be paddling. You're not keeping us straight. So it's really fun. Yeah. Marriage. Josh and I always say marriage. the best marriage counseling is like getting in a canoe with two people and switching oh, who's in back. Or moving. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. Pivot. Oh. Okay. Back so, yeah. to... Self-love and self-care. Um, I know one thing that I know helps me. Sleeping. Oh, seven to eight yes. hours oh or more. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, isn't that a dream? Getting out of sleep? a nightmare if I get less than six hours of sleep. I know. For several days in a row. I can do it like one night in a row. Yeah, same two, here. Maybe two. My third, I'm like so mean. miserable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm hungry. Crabby. Yeah. Yep. Sleep deprived. So I think putting sleep as um, something that's important and a priority for you yep. definitely helps. That is one way to self-love. Yeah. Also eating foods that help you feel good yeah. and give you energy. So fruits and vegetables and real food. Mm-hmm. I would just say real food. Yeah. Real whole foods. You know, the there's like a difference between self-love and self-care of like, eating foods that make you feel good on a regular basis and knowing yourself well enough to know what foods those are. And like we've talked about this before, literally if you need to keep a food journal of how you feel after you eat certain foods, like, okay, this morning I ate oatmeal and this morning I ate eggs, which day did I feel better and what did I do that day that maybe had it affected me? And then you look at um, those kind of foods that nourish your body well and you stick to kind of those foods generally. But then also there's a flip of like the other side of the coin, we're also part of self-love and self-care is eating those foods that you actually enjoy and more nourish the soul. So like ice cream, go mm. out to ice cream with your family. Absolutely. Or, I don't know. Ice cream's not even mine, but ice cream is mine. <laughs> I know. I was going to say Josh's Anyone who knows me. <laughs> Custard. Uh, ice cream. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, it's hard because I'm pregnant right now. So I have a hard time remembering what I really like because <laughs> it's like weird food right now. It is. I, I had graham crackers for breakfast this morning. <laughs> Yep, sounds about right. Uh, if you've never been pregnant, you. you don't really get it. And then it's you so get pregnant and you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm eating a bagel because I, I can't I guess, keep anything down. I guess I'm eating a bagel today. Bagel and bean butter. Super into pancakes that first trimester. Oh my gosh, waffles. I was obsessed. <sighs> yeah, we talk about our yeah. carbs a lot during uh, pregnancy, but hey. Yeah. We did what our body wanted. That's right. Feels good. Strong so it far. It did feel good. So food is a big one for so many different reasons, but like not restricting your food or feeling restricted or controlled around food is going to help with your mental state as well, which is super important. So nourishing your body is a big, a big one for self-care. So that sleep, eating, exercise is huge for me. I agree. And I think the biggest thing with exercise is not doing it because you feel like you should, not exercising because you want to lose weight, Mm -hmm. but finding an exercise that you enjoy doing something you look, something you look forward to. Like I can't wait to go to the gym and do this class. I can't wait to go for a hike. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to go skiing. I can't wait to 
go for a run outside with the dog. I mean, just find anything that you enjoy doing. Right. Don't do it because you feel like you should. You have to. Or you have to. I ate that yesterday, so now today I have to do this. No, that's not what Nobody likes that. I mean, that's not fun for anyone. Then you feel like you're... Don't exercise because you feel like you're punishing your body. Exercise because you feel like you're doing something good for your body. Yeah. That you love your body so much that you're going to take advantage of how awesome it is mm -hmm. and use it. And if you don't think you have an exercise that you like, keep trying. Like, keep trying different exercises. We've talked about this before, but, like... It took me a while, I feel like, to find things that I actually love, like, honest to God, love mm-hmm. to do, and know that it can change. I used to love Phases, running. yes. Yeah. I used to love running. And although I do have to say, in this last few weeks of pregnancy, I've been really craving running. <laughs> so really? we'll see if I like it again in postpartum. But, you know, it's like, I phased in and out of my life of running. That's okay. You can like yeah. something for a while and for years and then change. That's There's no rules here, guys. <laughs> I know. Even yoga. Like, I was mm-hmm. at a point where I was, that was pretty much all I did for workouts, and I loved it. And mm-hmm. I would do high-intensity yoga and really challenging yoga. And then I just hit a phase where I was like, you know, I'm kind of all yoga out. Mm-hmm. And now I like doing it um, a few times a week. Is like a good balance for me. Yeah. I don't think I could do it every day. Yeah. But it's a good, it just, I feel really good mentally, especially when I was pregnant at the end. That's all I was allowed to do, but <laughs> yeah, it was like easy yoga, but it, it felt really good on my body and my right. joints and my muscles. And I was like, okay, this is feeling, I'm really enjoying this. I yeah. feel good doing it. Um, but yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, that like, intensity. I used to be like, there's stages in my life where I would wake up and do yoga every morning and it felt so great. And then there were stages in my life where I got up and did spin first thing in the morning at 5.30 in the morning. And it, that felt really great. But it, those are very different intensity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's very different cardio versus strength and um, balance and using your own body or like body pump, you know, like, and there are different times of days um, that those workouts work best for me. So you really need to learn your own body, how you respond like, if I would go for a morning run versus a night run, those were two different feelings mm-hmm. that it gave my body and different types of stress relief. So know how it affects your body and respect that and honor that and know that, like, okay, this week I just need something for mental release, you know? Okay, so for me that's running. That's a good mental release mm-hmm. for me. If I need something that makes me feel empowered and strength and exciting and, like, pumped up, spin class for me is, like it Mm -hmm. you know so for everyone it's a little bit different and just learn you don't have to like what you liked 10 years ago you don't have to run stairs like you did in volleyball (laughs) oh my gosh I hated that oh man the Indian run did you ever do that no what's that sounds racist (laughs) so (laughs) so you're in a line of like your whole team so like 10 or 12 people and then the person in the back has to run up front to the front guys I was the slowest person on my team (laughs) and I was like dying like I mean actually I had a decent amount of endurance like I wasn't I could last longer than people but oh my gosh was I slow I could not sprint and trying to sprint past 11 people or Mm -hmm. 14 people like no sorry see and I'm a sprinter I'm really good at sprinting but long distance is hard well but I mentally want to be a long distance runner and I'm really bad at it I'm bad so I have to like push myself which is why I think I fell out of love with running and then I used to do this thing where I used to sprint and then uh, walk, and then sprint, and then walk, and I did way better. I liked that. that. Yeah. yeah, I used to do that too. When I what did would we run. call it? I don't feel like we called it the Indian Run. 
I don't know. I don't know why we called it that. I'm going to text some of my volleyballers and see what we called it. But yes, we totally did that run. Yeah, probably because you're in Wisconsin. Waukesha. Chippewa. Waukesha. <laughs> <Okanamawak>. <laughs> Maybe we did. I don't know what we called it. But anyways, yes, we did that. Ugh. I thought you were going to say suicides. Oh, those were terrible. also a bad name for anything that you're doing in high school. Oh, oh there were so many things. I actually sprained my foot in college softball. The basketball coach had us work out to the basketball workout. And I was like, Weird. listen, um, basketball and softball is so different. Yeah. Softball's so slow paced. Yeah. You just sprint around the bases. Right. That's it. Like <laughs> you don't, uh-huh. you don't run, like, the whole run yeah. for, yeah. So anyway, I totally sprained my foot and it Dang. was terrible and I wanted to die. And I was like, this is the worst. Like at that point in my life, exercise was absolutely punishment. Like if we went to right. the weight room for an hour or two, I loved it. Loved yeah. lifting weights. Loved. We even did cycling class sometimes. Loved that. Uh-huh. But the moment we had to go in the gym and do a basketball workout, I was like, listen, this is why I don't play basketball. <laughs> I did not sign up for I this. did not sign we up for this. We had a practice in college where I think like six girls vomited. Ooh. And I was like, well, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah our volleyball <laughs> coaches were pretty rough on us. They would for nope. sure go until people vomited. And Mostly like, running stairs. cute. Suicides was the other one. So those were all punishment for like how many serves we missed or like how many mm-hmm. whatever you'd have to do. We did that for volleyball too. So rude. Ugh. So Anyways, rude. That kind of leads me into one that I have that is yeah. rest. So rest. once you sprain your ankle or even if you don't sprain your ankle, rest is so important, you guys. And I think like when people think self-care and self-love and self blah, 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 you think of it being like this huge mountain of like, I need to spend three or four hours at the spa or a whole weekend or no, no, mm-hmm. no. We're talking like 20, 30 minutes here is all you need to spend on yourself as long as you're doing it regularly. I And the big thing that I want everyone to take away, because we, I know I need to get better at this, it's scheduling self-care yes. and keeping it. Yes. So, like, for me, I, there's a few classes I really love at the gym, so I need to schedule it and say, I'm going to these classes, and I mm-hmm. I will do it. Same with taking a bath. Like, yeah. there's so many nights <laughs> where I put my son down to sleep, and I'm like, all right, it's bath time. I grab a glass of wine, and I take a bath, and I listen to music, and I light candles, and it's, like, my alone time, my uh-huh. oasis. Um, and so you just have to schedule that and stick with it. And every day might be different. So one day, your self-love might be going to the gym. One day, it might be going for a nice romantic walk. One mm-hmm. day, it might be a picnic with your spouse. One day, it might be brunch with your girlfriends, which is like the best. The best. Mama says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one day might be a bath. Although so our brunch tends to last all day. <laughs> My husband's like, are you going to be home before bedtime for brunch? Or We started That's having awful. our husbands drop us off at brunch because we knew it would t- <laughs> turn into a day drinking extravaganza. This Mimosas. was before we were pregnant. I was um, the night, then we got pregnant. Yeah, and then we got pregnant, and yeah. then our friends moved away. I st- <laughs> that is true. They all moved. But brunch would still last all day, even without drinking, because we just chat and talk the whole day, and then order a second round of food. <laughs> yes. It's time to eat again. But yeah, every day can look completely different, and and it's not that you need, you know, like a specialized self-care routine daily, but definitely work it in. At least start with like once a week of something that you truly love doing. So whether that's like, and think about what you need to readjust. Because for me, before I had a baby, I needed like friend time, like time Mm -hmm. out and with people. And I'm like, I'm very, what's that called when you're out? Social. 
Yeah, but what's that called? Endo- extroverted. Yeah, things. Yeah, like she'd know. It. We're extrovert. Extrovert. Yeah, we're both extroverts. So I really needed that. But after I had a kid, it became like I need alone time. Like I have no time where it's just me by myself. So things started to change, and that's seasonal with your life. So mm-hmm. think about what you need. And I still need both, right? I still need something that's alone time. Yeah. <laughs> was it you that I was talking about? I went to go get a pedicure, and I just like. I've stopped going with people, and I've stopped talking to the lady doing my toes. Yes. <laughs> I, that's why I love getting massages. Yes. Because you don't go, talk to me. and you don't talk. Yes. And I love that. I love, like, going to get a massage and not talk. But I also, like, last night I got my hair done. Uh-huh. It was so relaxing. I had a glass of wine, and I love my hairstylist. Yes. We just chatted away for an hour and a half, and it was so relaxing. Yes. And to me, I was like, this is relaxing. But, yeah, when I get a massage, don't talk to me. Right. Touch me and don't touch, touch me. Touch me and don't touch me. I actually thought about last time I got a massage. I was like, would it be so rude if I brought my own headphones next time? No. I don't like the music no. they play. <laughs> okay, I don't think it'd be rude. rude. I like the Midwestern in me is like. No, I not try at to all. chat a little. But I'm also like, can we just like not? Don't talk. <laughs> Ask me if the pressure is good. That's yeah, it. And that's that's all end. I want to hear from you. Okay, next time I'll bring my own headphones. Yeah. I hope. Get a massage. <laughs> um, that's a great way to self-care. Yes. Manicure, pedicure. Um, brunch, spending time with friends and family, doing whatever that means. So date night or just a girl's night Ooh, or boy's game night. night, game night. Ooh, couples we need to do night. that soon. Yes, we do. Couples night are fun. Um, yeah, especially if you're a mom, couples night. Yes. It's very <sighs> Hire a babysitter, you guys. Like if you don't live near family, you just need to do you it. You need to. We have a date night tomorrow. Life changing. Mm-hmm. Josh and I took like eight months with after Aiden to like start going back on dates and that was way too long. Yeah, we started it right away. Yeah, good. That's what we're going to do this time. We learned from you. Yes, seriously. I took your advice. I, like, tell people all the time. I'm like, we waited way too long. And it was just, like, luckily our marriage was, like, in a really good place before Mm -hmm. we had Aiden that it, like, was totally fine. But it was definitely, like, I remember the breath of fresh air. It felt like, A, when we moved him into his own room. And then, again, when we started going on date nights, it was, like... Whoa. Off topic. When How old was he when you moved him into his own room? Five months. Okay. Way too long. So Ash five months right now. <laughs> he's almost six months. Yeah. I okay, it's I don't want to move him. And he sleeps through the night. But to be fair, it's different because you like the first few months of his life were like, oh, he's on oxygen. No, and, like, like the first almost five months. Right. Over five months. Yeah. So it's like over five months. I think I would have kept Aiden. You know, if he would have had a heart condition or something, I would probably keep him in my room too way longer. But, but now I don't want I'm ready. I don't know why I'm not like ready to let him into his room and that's fine. And you don't have to be. I know. I know. I feel like I should be. And he breastfeeds now. He only breastfeeds, but he doesn't wake up in the middle of the night to breastfeed. Yeah. Like yeah. he sleeps all the way through the night and he wakes me up at like 6 a.m. when my alarm goes off. Yeah. He is my new alarm. <laughs> but I don't know why. I just like feel really weird about letting him. Yeah. Move. Then don't. I don't know. Don't move him if you don't have no, to. No. Jesse. I know. I need to talk to Jesse because he, he probably would sleep better. Okay, so when we had Aiden, he slept in our bed with us in one of those co-sleepers. Oh, okay. And Josh felt so uncomfortable sleeping. So oh, that was yeah. another thing. He's when, not in our bed. Yeah, so. so he's like right next to you, right? Yeah. So this time around, she'll be in um, a bassinet next to us, mm-hmm. next to me on my side of the bed. That's what I have, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, a big part of it was that Josh wasn't comfortable in his own bed, mm-hmm. you know, so that's not really fair to him. So yeah, we'll see this time that. around. 
But I do think I'll probably move her faster. Just It was just so nice to have my own space back. And I'm a worrier, so I every time I would maybe even roll over, I would wake up and worry, you know? So it was mm-hmm. like, if they're out of your room, it's just a little bit less stressful. Yeah. I actually had to move the monitor on Josh's side of the bed because it, it stresses me out. So it's like, I'd rather have it out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. <laughs> but I and can you still have the, hear it. Do you do the outlet every night? Are you we going did. to? I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, when she's in our room, maybe not, but maybe when she moves. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure what, how, like... I was super anxious with Aiden and really, like, first, worried. First yeah, time first parent, baby. though. But this time around, even pregnant, I'm like, whatever, it's fine. She's going to be fine. I yeah. know. I think that's just the difference between a first and second kid. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Which I tried really hard not to have that big difference because everyone talked about, like, first time mom, first, and I was like, I'm going to be so chill. <laughs> that's your personality. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. So this time around, we'll see. I think with each kid, I'll probably get more and more lax, but. I know. I think, I know. I think. It's just hard. I think the oxygen part yes. and him having 100%. so many health issues initially just is making me so not wanting him to move. But I know he needs to, he naps in his crib. And yeah. I know that's good. To get I, mean, I mean, some people co-sleep for a long time. I know. So, I mean, as long as you're okay with I it. think as long as we're getting sleep yeah, right. and it's not bothering us, I think we'll keep doing it. But yeah. if it starts interfering with our sleep, we're going to have to move him. How big's his bassinet? Will he outgrow it soon? Um, he can be thirty pounds. Okay. Oh yeah. He's, so he's got plenty twelve of time. and a half pounds. <laughs> so our bassinet was there was a um like length like he was uh-huh. outgrowing it length. Oh okay. And he was starting to roll over. Yeah, he's not really doing that. Fully yeah. Yet. yeah. So when he was rolling over, he would like we would wake up and he'd be like <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. Of it. And it was like okay, it's time. Yeah. Once he once he's a little longer, I think yeah. he will. So there's but... a lot, but every mom's different. I mean some. Some parents I know on, like, blogs and stuff, like, co-sleep till like, they're five years old. Like, I mean, there's just, like, no, there's no judgment, no game in parenting. Yeah. Whatever works for you. And then we have friends that have already moved their kids out a week later. It's, like, in your well, own Well, and I've Bye. had friends that moved them out the first month because yeah. they weren't getting sleep. Exactly. And I was, like, okay, I get that because I totally 100% get that. And if it, if, if it was interfering with us sleeping now, because we're both back to work full time. Right. If it starts interfering with us like waking up in the middle of the night and having to work, then that's done deal. Yeah, so I get when I people do that. I was a super light sleeper. I've gotten way better, but I was a super light sleeper. So anytime he made a weird noise, breathed funny, turned, rotated his head, like I would hear it and wake up. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to hear that over the monitor. And that was way better for me. So everyone's yeah. different people. I don't know. But focusing on what makes you feel good, what makes you feel rested and relaxed and rejuvenated to take on your life is very important. I will say, well, we can, well, I'll say it at the end. So okay. you keep going. <laughs> okay. I just have two more. She's got a She's good at it. Um, one that I really, really, really need to work on is learning how to say no. And oh, we just talked yeah, about this too. at church this weekend, but, oh. um, learning how to say no and to, to listen put to yourself message. first. It was a good one, but learning how to say no, um, cause it like frees you up. So uh-huh. saying no to things that you don't really want to do or don't really like have a passion for and just being okay with your friend saying no to you. So like yeah. if you ask your friend to go do something and they're like, no, I can't this weekend. I'm so burnt out. How about in two weeks? Yeah. And like not getting upset with them, but also you doing that to other people too. So even if it sounds kind of fun or yeah. you feel like you should do it, you can say no. And right. I know I have FOMO. I have a fear of missing out. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> it's so bad. And I just, like, want to do all the things, and I'm so busy. We're so extroverted, I feel like, too. That's, like, I would love to, like, go hang out, but I, it, I, 
I don't say no very often either. I don't either. And we just need to say, you know what? We just need to have a weekend where we don't do much and enjoy it and say no, even if we're clearly free. We don't have anything going on, but just say no. We want to, like, stay home. Um, That's the other thing, too, for couples. Like, I, I, we can't figure out if Josh is an extrovert or not. I think he's more of an introvert. But he definitely gets, like, whenever we leave, like, a party with friends, he's always like, that was awesome. We should invite them over tomorrow night. And then, like, the next day, like, he's, like, gets super mm-hmm. pumped. So part of me is like, maybe he's an extrovert. I don't know. He's definitely got both. But, um, oh, no, he's going to forget what I was going to say. Oh, like, prioritizing time alone with just him and I is really mm-hmm. been important. Because we can say yes to so many couple dates and so many couple events where we, like, hey, when was the last time we went out just the two of us? You know, it's right. been a while. So. And it's good to do both. Like, Jesse and I went on a few vacations yeah. alone together. And we're like, that was so fun. We're glad we did it. But next, we want to do a couple's vacation. Yes, like do. Because we want to have... to do it. Yeah, because we want to have time alone on yeah. vacation. We can still have our own room. We can still have yes. our own dinners. But you don't want to bunk really, rooms with us. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it'd be really fun to like also be able to hang out with other people yes. who are very chill. Um, yeah. Another thing I read about self love and self care is have sex. Do it. Guys, your birth control alarm. That's that's usually the sign that your birth control <laughs> alarm is going on. Guys have sex. Guys. No, we got an hour. Not just guys. Guys and girls. Uh, guys and girls have sex. Have sex. <laughs> you know how Rhonda at work is just pissy? She needs to get laid. <laughs> Rhonda. Oh, we Rhonda. don't work with Rhonda. But we don't work. Well, I do have a Rhonda. I work oh, with Oh, do you? I don't. Okay. So, you she know, if somebody is really crabby, sometimes you just gotta have sex. And I'm sorry for all the parents listening, but parents. it's true. I don't know. Our parents, parents listen. Oh. Our parents listen. <laughs> I was like, how do you think this happened, Brooke? <laughs> You we had children. We're not virgins. Yeah. It turns out. That's I'm not the virgin, maybe. <laughs> um, and also, I wanted to go back to the saying no thing. Oh, yes. We listened to this podcast. I think it's Rachel Hollis. Have you ever listened to her stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she had this podcast about how she's living her life now that she's like this multi-million like book sales lady. Like she got on New York Times mm-hmm. bestseller list and she's like, okay, so now I have to learn how to say no because she gets so many requests. And she said, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. And I really liked Mm, that mm -hmm. saying because it's like, if someone asks you to do something and you're not sure, or you're kind of like, I don't know, it doesn't really sound like a good waste of our time or Mm -hmm. our money or like a good time with the, it's not all the people I love. Now, granted, you should take risks and do something that you're not completely on board with all the time. Oh, absolutely. But I liked that saying of like, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Like yes, I absolutely want to do that. That sounds awesome. Or that sounds fun. Or that's worth my money. Or that's worth my time. Or I'm excited to do that. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or there's people in your life that are, <laughs> like, there are some friends in our life that we hang out with. And every time we hang out with them, we're like, that was so not as fun as we expected right. it to be. Or, like, they're toxic people. Or all they do is, like, gossip. And you're like, okay, well, this wasn't really what I wanted to spend my time doing. Don't right. hang out with those people. <laughs> I change the dynamic. Yeah, I think that th- I think of concerts. So like yeah. when we first moved to Denver, there's so many good concert venues. We were initially like, oh my gosh, we have to go. We have to go to Red Rocks. We have to do this. We have to do this. <laughs> and it turned out we went to like 30 concerts that year, and we're oh like, okay, we just blew so much money. Yeah. And some of the concerts, they were amazing and well worth it. And some were like, yeah, it was fun. So now when it comes to concerts, him and I are like, okay, we're gonna go to like three a year. We can go to one or two together and one or two with friends, but like. We're only committing to spending money on ones that we really want to see. Yeah. So, like, I think 
I think I'm only going to two this year, and I've actually seen them both already. Uh-huh. But I know you that they're know. good, yeah. and I know it's going to be a great show. So, whereas um, for me, I'm not a big concert goer, and neither is Josh. So right, just don't go. But yes, same with like going to a game, like a Bronco yes. game or a, right. sports. like sports game. It's like only go to ones that I we mean, go to lots unless of you have games. a lot of money, yeah. Or or if you can get cheap tickets or free tickets, then yeah. hell yeah, go. But it's a lot of time too. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. A baseball game is like four hours. Oh my gosh, it's so long. Or whenever we went to, we went to a few Nuggets playoff games. They were so long. I, was I like, know. This I do is not like the NBA. Ridiculous. I can't go to NBA games. Ugh. I don't enjoy it. It's not fun for me. I enjoyed the first three quarters. The last. Few I minutes, enjoy I the like, dance team. <laughs> I enjoy I the dance team so way more. Much. Like this, where's the dance team coming out? <laughs> yeah. Both halftime shows of two of the playoff games we went to was this like drummer guy or no DJ guy and I've never felt so old in my life I was like first of all how is this a show yeah oh, this is not enjoying like enjoying he's pressing play he's, he's pressing literally shopping. pressing play he's like moving the disc back and forth yeah. and I'm like I know this is all probably pre-recorded yeah so don't try to test me with your bullshit and then it was like lights going crazy and I'm like this is too loud and I was like Josh I am way too old for this 30 30 is the new <laughs> but guys the Alyssa that- turns 30 in like a week I know it's a big deal Three zero. Oh, Chad. So this week at my church, Brooks, pastor of her church, came and spoke at my church, and yeah. he talked about turning forty. And I thought it was really funny because he was like midlife crisis, all this stuff. And I was like, I'm about to turn thirty. Yeah, <laughs> he had a man applicable. bun. That was yes. his midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. Did he talk about that? He talked about going to Pac Sun. He talked oh, about yeah. the man bun, and he talked about going to Pac Sun and trying to try on skinny jeans, and he yeah. couldn't fit in them. <laughs> yeah, I know because he's built like me. <laughs> Well, it was funny because he was talking about like, but he was wearing very young clothes. Like, I know, I know. That's how he dresses. Clothes. He's he's a hipster. But yeah. he was like kind of making fun of himself when he was forty to try that he was trying to dress like a hipster, and we're all like, "You, you are, dressed, are right now." I know. That's how all of our pastors dress. It's so funny. They're all dressed like hipsters. That's like if funny. you don't wear skinny he's like jeans, you don't belong at my church. <laughs> well, he's got like those loafer shoes on. Yeah, I was like. Dude, that's how they all dress. It's hilarious. It was pretty funny though, because he was like making fun of it. But I was like, Have I you love him. I love him so much. Wow, he's so great. So that's another online. way for like yes. self care and self love for me is like going to church yes. and volunteering at church too. I feel like it's good to like meet other people, and for me, I feel better when I volunteer yeah. my time. Um, the other thing, get rid of social media for a day or a oh, night or yeah. a weekend or a dinner. Like find. Uh, find a specific amount of time and say, I will not be on my phone unless I'm like calling or like replying to a text or go somewhere with no service for a weekend. Okay. So for my birthday to celebrate with family, we went to Carter Lake for the day and we don't have service up there. And it was so nice. It was like, and I don't even feel like I check my phone all too often, but the fact Mm -hmm. that I had nothing to do on it was just like, okay, there's a dead weight over there. (laughs) It's just sitting there. It was so nice. But yeah, I've been trying to get better about putting my phone away at night like at like oh, 8.30 yes. or 9. Like, okay, because we don't go to bed till like 10 or 11. Yes. I was up till 11 <laughs> last night watching The Bachelorette. And I will be up again was tonight. Was last night that you were texting me? Yes. One of the nights you were yes. texting me at like 11. And I was yes. like, wow, Brooke's still awake. <laughs> this never happens. This I know. never happens. I almost like apologize. Like, nope. like oh, this is late. Not but with me. I know you're, I know you're up. That's right, I am. So I've been trying to get better, especially with social media or like, yeah, like you said, like only texting is the only thing that I'm doing, but it's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like you, Brooke, or you, Brooke, 
you and Brooke, both of you, Brooke. Yeah. You and Jill and Abby or whatever. And it's like, that's it at 11 o'clock at night. But um, putting away my phone or my social media, especially at like 8.30 or 9, like right after Aiden goes to bed, I can check it and like spend some time, downtime on it. And then I put it away. And that's been really nice. Mm-hmm. I think we all need to force ourselves to do that, yes. especially before bed with the light and everything. Yes. We should stop. We're all guilty of it. We're guilty of the TV every night. Uh-huh. But even just like trying to de-stress without those things and not relying on the TV and not relying on screens. Yeah. Screens in general, the more you can get away from screens. I mean, honestly, I would, I think it'd be hard pressed to find someone that says that screens don't stress them out. Like if you Mm -hmm. take them away for a day or even a few hours right in the morning or right before you go to bed, you're, you're just less stressed. So read an actual book, like journal, you know, time alone with like, Oh my gosh, Ashton, stop. That picture is so cute. I know. Sorry, I got distracted his eyes. by his, her computer background. It's such a sweet photo. Okay, anyways. Um, yeah, so doing, for me, like pen and paper, journaling, or even just writing like a to-do list, or anything on pen and paper, doodling, anything like that is super stress relieving for me. So find something like that that's just downtime. Most moms will recommend that you wake up before your kid and have alone time. Before mm-hmm. your kid wakes up. So unless your kid is a crack of dawn baby, try to do that. Because the days that I do that, like on the weekends and stuff, my life is so much better all day. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not always easy because I'm super tired because I don't go to bed till late. Yeah, you need to put sleep as a priority. That's what you need to work yes, on. Yes, right. You need to start going to bed earlier. I really do. And the other thing, too, is I every once in a while I have Josh wake up, Aiden, wake up with Aiden and I'll sleep in. And that is life changing. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. But right now I'm getting up every 45 minutes to pee. Yeah. Yeah. I, you have to, I send, I have to send you the sermon from this week. Cause, um, Doug, one of our pastors who I love, he's great. He was talking about how, um, he feels so crappy in the morning and then he's like, yeah. And then I do this and then I go on Instagram and then I do this and then and he's like, I like put it on myself, you know, and he yes. like listed everything that he did at night. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. We all do it to ourselves. Like, right. It's our own fault. A lot of the time that we're exhausted and burnt out, like we're doing this to ourselves. We need to learn how to say no, say no, set boundaries on our phone, set boundaries with friends, set boundaries, set a schedule for self time, follow it. And I know I actually had a friend who was like, are you going to keep working out when you have a newborn? Like you're going to take time away from your kid. And I'm like, Uh, I need it for my mental health. I need, like, I know I need to work out. And Maybe I'll only go to the gym three times a week right? for an hour each. I can sacrifice like three hours for my mental health. Yes. You know? Because what you, I mean, that's that like old saying of like, you can't pour out of an empty cup. Like if you haven't filled yourself up and made yourself feel worthy of like time and attention and have that energy, what are you going to give your kid? You're going to turn on a movie because you're so freaking exhausted or depressed or anxious or stressed or you have too much going on. You just put out a movie and you're like, okay, and then you're not spending time with them anyways. And right. that's two hours of time that you could be, you know, enjoying back them. into yourself. Yeah. Or enjoying them. So it's like, you really need to prioritize. You need to find time. Yes. It shifts and changes once you have a kid. Like for me, my workout schedule changed where I realized mm-hmm. that I needed to get up at five thirty and go to spin class. And for me, I actually ended up loving it. You don't have to do that. <laughs> you know, you can take their nap time or right after they go to sleep, if they go down early enough that you can work out. But for me, workout has been absolutely huge. Quiet time with like either reading like an actual physical book, my Bible or journaling has been absolutely huge. And then sleep. Mm-hmm. Sleep is a big one. And finding ways to nourish my body eating wise. Like if I'm eating well 
and on time. And I was talking to my mother-in-law and I think my mom and other people about this. I remember with Aiden when he was a newborn, my hardest meal was breakfast, like getting up and getting breakfast in me. But like the days that I did versus the days that I didn't were so different on how I viewed that day. Like, Oh, absolutely. Just feel how like you start your morning. <laughs> yes. Totally. If I'm fed with like a good meal, it almost doesn't matter what happens the rest of the day. Coffee. If I have coffee, coffee. first thing in the morning, I'm just a nicer person. And just breastfeeding on an empty stomach was so, I was so crank, hangry. I know. It, well, it, yeah, I know. So hangry. I know. I'm so um, hungry in the morning now. The one thing I wanted to say as well that I think we also live in this culture where self-care and self-love and these, you know, these things of prioritizing have become more... Um, prominent, which is great. And I think really important that we've raised awareness in mental health and realizing, especially that moms need to, you know, take care of themselves. And that's true of all, I think women just in general, that like, we need to learn to do that better. Mm -hmm. But there is, I think going too far, there's still being selfish and putting your family in a position where you're putting yourself first all the time. And so much so that they start to suffer. It's a balancing act. Like you can't, Mm -hmm. You can't live your life and say, me first, all the time. I need to feel loved. I need to feel all these things. And and basically put your family out, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a balancing act. It's right. like the work-life balance. It's yes. like you need to, yes, you need to, like, fulfill yourself. If, you, if you're working, yes, you need to, like, do your work and get it done. But you also don't want your work taking over your family life. Yep. And then you want to find a balance, like, with your spouse if you're married. And then you also want to find a balance with your kid. And it's, it is hard to balance it. And mm-hmm. sometimes there's going to be months or weeks where you're better at it than others. But... It's, yeah, it's, it's okay to be a little selfish every once in a while Mm -hmm. because we all need to be a little selfish every once in a while. Um, but Mm -hmm. it's that balancing act of, and know your worth. So Mm -hmm. know that you're, you're important and you matter and know that you need to take care of yourself and you need to be healthy so that you can take care of others around you. Yep. But don't, yeah, don't go overboard with the selfishness. Right. It's, it's hard. It's a balancing act. Totally. And it's, I think we talked about this at the beginning, the Enneagram type two that we both kind of tend to lean to as well can be very like giving and, and feel like you almost can get resentful if you're not taking care of yourself. Like, Oh, don't these people know that I need time to say no. And I need, well, you need to set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like that's on you. And no, too, like for me and my husband, I also need to make sure that he has that time of self-care, too, because he doesn't prioritize it either. Mm -hmm. So we make sure, especially with like exercise for him is really huge. So I make sure that I'm available on Tuesday nights so he can go play basketball or whatever Mm -hmm. he wants to go do. Or I encourage him if he hasn't hung out with guy friends in a while. I encourage him to go do it because he needs to be. You guys both need your time, yeah. Yeah. So as selfish as I am that I get, you know, this time to podcast with Mm -hmm. Brooke or whatever, I also make sure that he has his time. And I know that everyone in our life, including our son, they all need their own alone time or self reflection time or you know self care time. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think sometimes the culture and some books out there (laughs) preach self care to like an unhealthy point of like screw everyone else. I need to be selfish right. mm-hmm. and there's there's still a balancing act there they're still taking care of other people but you do need to make it a priority and you need to spend time on yourself and you know learn to respect your time and know your worth while still taking care of others and making sure they're doing the same yep so find some things throughout your week schedule it so that can be your homework for the week is finding like three or four things that you really like that de-stress you 
and then scheduling them in your week. And if you can get on a schedule, like every Monday I do this, every Wednesday I do this, and then be flexible with it, obviously. Yeah, you have to be flexible. You have to be flexible, but just getting in a routine does help. Yep. You stay with it. Those are good ones. Yeah, so what I'm currently working on, more sleep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We'll see how that goes with the newborn. Um, Putting away my phone before bedtime. Same here. And then Mm, soon I'll be getting back on the bandwagon of working out and exercise because that was huge for me and it was such a missing point in my life for a long time of we've talked about this before on the podcast of this time where I was just like avoiding working out because it was punishment and I hated it and now that I use it for more like getting stronger and mental health I love it and mm-hmm. it like is really part of what keeps me feeling healthy and good so focusing on that here soon postpartum <laughs> six weeks yeah yeah I'm definitely gonna work on reading more and love reading. working on putting my phone down more often mm-hmm. and getting more like days and nights and weekends away from the phone yeah I feel like I'm not on it as much as other people but I obviously there's work to do right when Always. I'm bored I grab it me too. I need to find other things to do when I'm bored mm-hmm. or like set your intention for why you're picking up your phone like for me because I was just like aimlessly scrolling that's like, what I was doing yeah, yeah that's what I do all the time stuff and I'm like what? why am I looking at this yes why? if I'm gonna listen to a podcast it needs to be intentional or if I'm gonna watch a YouTube video it needs to be intentional or like yeah. not just to fill you, time you get down that YouTube rabbit hole my friends oh there's man there's some weird stuff on the internet so true mm-hmm. Instagram too the explore page I know like, I can't do that. Why am I watching this? And then it makes me cry. I know. (laughs) I know. It's so true. Okay. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. It's a little different, but still fun and applicable Mm -hmm. to good life, healthy goals, healthy mindset. Mind, body, soul. Connection. Yeah. Connection. (laughs) Um, Thanks for tuning in. Rate us, if you will, on whatever app you're using. Give us five stars or ten, however many it's. I don't know how to rate on anything other than iTunes. Yeah. I hope I they're all either. five stars, but yeah. Give us the most number of stars. It's just like Mario. Give me all the stars. What? The video game? Like I Mario? Don't, I don't play those. Super Mario? You never played N64? Like a long time ago. Okay, I played well, the racing you're lame. One. <laughs> <laughs> I played Game Boy. Does that count? No. Game Boy Mario. Doesn't count. Um, okay, so leave us a review. Snapchat it to your friends. Is that a still a thing? Yeah, Snapchat. Snapchat. Oh. Send it. Yeah. Send it to your friends. Um, text it to your friends. Let them know that we're here, and uh, we're really fun to listen to. You love it. Um, email us if you have any questions. Hello at dietrightpodcast.com. We now have a P.O. box. I'm going to put that in the description below if you want to send us anything fun or your products or a letter. I don't know. Yeah, we'll advertise for you, but we have to like your product. So yeah, or, send it to us. Send us samples. We like send samples. Us samples. Um, or what's the other thing? Oh, follow us on Instagram. At diet.riot.podcast. We'll see you there. And let us know if you have any suggestions for episodes you want to hear. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Fifty minutes. Do, 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 do